What's up? And how are you doing today on Rolling with Master Guns? We will have former Marine Amber Rivera, now Jiu-Jitsu student. Uh, she was a sergeant in the Marine Corps, did a four-year tour, made it to sergeant in the Marine Corps, meritoriously promoted, received the Navy Achievements Medal, and a lot of other accommodations while she was in. Uh, really an all-star, did a lot of great things, and had to overcome some physical setbacks and some uh, some some mental setbacks as well, and some uh, some issues that went on. But we'll talk about that today on Rolling with Master Guns. It's going to be a great episode. We do talk about some sexual harassment issues, so and there's some adult topics again this is an adult show so if you are a child please please do not tune in and if you are a uh, a parent that shelters their children don't listen to this podcast around your children anyway all right i love you all for tuning in and let's get going on rolling with master guns hello hello hey what's crack a lacking <laughs> nothing much just finished that second cup of coffee so yeah my stomach's gonna be real happy in about 30 minutes (laughs) bro you better hope you don't have to do a number two while we doing this podcasting i'll just i'll I'll mute you real quick real quick (laughs) (laughs) that's terrible amy just said the same thing i was like hold up i don't make sure i don't have to go pee and amy's like just mute mute her i'm like what the fuck is wrong with (laughs) y'all Hey, I, I know from like work experience doing these Zoom calls or phone calls now, I'm just like, I'm just going to mute you guys. I got to go. <laughs> That's some funny shit. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we are. Today on Rolling with Master Guns, we're going to be talking to a former U.S. Marine, former sergeant in the United States Marine Corps, and a uh, current recent jiu-jitsu student. Now, Amber, since you're here now, I've already done your intro. Why don't you introduce yourself? Oh, okay. Well, uh, my name's Amber Marie Valencia, formerly Rivera. I still always say Rivera. Um, I'm 26 years old. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 26. Such an awkward age to be. Um, Is it? I feel it's so awkward. Like, at 20, like at 27, like, what do you expect? Like, can rent a car you know like no big problem and then 26 <laughs> happens and then what am I waiting for I'm like you know and then 27 and then you know sooner or later it'll be 30 I already planned my 30 like 30th birthday it's gonna be all black funeral themes like I'm ready for it <laughs> really your 30th birthday you already got it planned out huh I don't know we did kind of a Amy did kind of a more of a dirty 30 it was a good time a dirty 30 that'd be yeah, fun it was a good it was a good time and a hilarious story dude it was freaking crazy funny i'll have to talk about that in a minute because uh it had some it had some stripper story in it it had some female marines picking out strippers story it was yeah it was great i love it, I love it. that's always the best time i love it <laughs> but uh anyway anyway move on to you move on to you you're, you're um don't want to date yourself again so you can move on from that I, I will. I'm 26, 26, 26. <laughs> I think about it all the time. Like, what am I doing? I'm 26. Um, I joined the Marine Corps when I was 20. Yeah, 20. Because I turned 21 in boot camp two days before graduation. Okay. Um, I'm from Sacramento, California. Um, I lived in Woodland most of my life uh, as a teenager. I did move around a lot before that with my mom. 
but um, I'm mostly saying from Sacramento, Woodland area. Most people don't know where Woodland is because it's such a small little crappy town, but yeah, it's my crappy little town. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess I have some crazy stories throughout my whole life, so I guess like I, I'm open to share them and everything, but you know, right now I'm just going to school. I uh, graduate this spring with a uh, associates in investigations and then associate and then like a minor in a behavior science behavioral science and then I transferred to ASU next semester to continue on to my bachelor's in criminology so that's a really big thing I'm into I love investigate investigations uh forensic science that kind of stuff it's like my it's my little secret obsession (laughs) <laughs> I don't think you're the only one. I, de- I definitely yeah. do not think you're the only one because uh, Amy is definitely into that too. My wife, you know, you know Amy, of course, but uh, yeah, she's into that stuff too. I oftentimes, like, I'm catching a nap on the couch and I wake up and she's watching another one of those serial killer shows, like those deep ones too, like with the forensic evidence and how to de- find out everything, dispose of the bodies and stuff. And I'm like, dude, what are you planning for me, bro? Like, what do you got going on over there? <laughs> Yeah, like we, we know now we know how they failed so we see how all these serial killers failed and you're like well now i'm just take some notes real quick and like <laughs> dude, that's what she, dude what is up with that dude, that's the same thing amy was saying watch out gotta watch out <laughs> never know now that's okay though that's okay though because we both know like i have a temper so if 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 ever i need she can really help me hide a body, bro. So that's legit. Teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream yeah, work. It does. It always does. <laughs> that's legit. But, um, okay, so let's move forward with this and let's talk a little bit about your, your Marine Corps experience. You went to boot camp, obviously, in Bar- Paris Island. Um, yes, good old Paris Island. And there was, not, no, there was no co-ed boot camp, any kind of thing back then, right? No, so the only co-ed thing we did was uh, when we did NAV. So we went out there and we're all looking around. That's the only time like we've ever gotten like close to the males there. And we are all doing NAV at the same time and going around. So a lot of the people I met there, like during, because they're like, don't talk to the males. Like, don't do it, you whores. Like, no one talks to them. (laughs) Is that what they would tell you? Yeah, they were like, if you talk to them, you're a whore. And I'm like, damn, like, not really. Like, I need help. I don't know where I'm going. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, there's probably out of all those people doing NAV, there's probably like five or six recruits actually doing it. And everyone else is just running around like idiots. Like, yeah, trying to figure it out. We, trying, yeah, trying to cheat. <laughs> trying to cheat. And then I was like, I was like, hey, like, you know, what did you get for this point? And they're like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, and then that's how a lot of my my buddies I met there because they went to MCT, the same place I went to. So they're like, oh, hey, what's up? And that's when you're finally mixed in with like the male uh, with males. But I didn't have any of this like <clears throat> like training together or anything that they're trying to like put in now. I didn't get that. But we only saw them once and then like we saw them around. But if you made like eye contact with them, if you like coughed on the in their direction, like you would just get lit up like the 4th of July. Wow. That's <laughs> that's pretty intense. But so you you did go to MCT. You, that's where you started having some integrated training with males. Yes. Okay. So I'm just thinking, and then for myself, like flashback to like 1992, January January of 1992, mind you. So uh, like 
the Persian Gulf thing uh, with Kuwait, liberating Kuwait, all that had just ended when I came yeah. <laughs> when I came in the Marine Corps. So, and then and then right right for me it was right straight into uh, Somalia, upper of Restore Hope. That was like a 19, 19 year old kid first deployment Somalia Africa. But I didn't see any females really like until I hit the fleet. Like I went to communications school. We didn't, I didn't, there was no females at all until you hit the fleet. That's when we first uh, first saw female Marines. And then there was like I saw a couple of corporals, and then that was it. And then I, next thing I know, I'm in Africa, and I didn't really see, of course, any females there. We had a couple lieutenants or what? We had I have a case have an interesting story, but uh, about we had only had a small group of females that were there with us in Africa and some like really pervy shit was happening. And I kind of, I didn't think I didn't like it, agree with it. And I kind of, I did the right thing as a young 19 year old kid for me, kind of fucked with me a little bit. Cause it was a lot of peer pressure to like, what the fuck dog? You know what I mean? But yeah. uh, it was a creepy ass thing. Like here I am brand new to the Marine Corps. And the reason, only reason I'm bringing this up is because one of your questions is about sexual harassment and then you got it. Of course, we got the creepy questions that we discussed oh, that, that we yeah. discussed that a little bit already. But um, the only reason I'm really bringing it up or even talking about it, because it was recently like, International Women's Appreciation Day. And I don't know if it's International Women's Appreciation Month or whatever, but in my opinion, you should appreciate women every day because mm-hmm. like all, a lot of us, most of us, like all of you men out there wouldn't be alive today without a strong woman to give birth to you first of all and most of you myself included i wouldn't be the person and man that i am today if i didn't have my mother she's one of the strongest women i've ever met in my life and she still is so i look up to her greatly so my respect and admiration for a strong woman maybe goes a little bit deeper than than most you know maybe is is purely ignorant to some you know but uh anyway so we're, I don't know if we want to talk about that that question, that Somalia story no. now, or we can move into, into more about you. <laughs> um, no, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't care. I mean, it's such a, a big topic now, and it's it's so crazy to think that in like we're talking before, like internet and social media and all this, that women were going like they were joining the military, and that was already hard enough because you know it's like why are you joining the military? Like why don't you just like get married, like have kids, like you know, like you know, you could just get a small job. Why do you want to do this? So like for women to do it and they go into the military and then during times, like, so we'll say in the nineties, like sexual harassment was happening. Women were getting raped men. Yes. There's some some reports of men, like, you know, getting sexually assaulted and like, or sexually hazed. So it's like that. So they have those, but so I, I look upon the women that have, they had had guys getting raped in the nineties too, girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So they they (laughs) have, a lot of stuff going on you know and now we're in this age of like technology and everyone's like it's the me too movement which i love like you know say your story tell you what what's happened to you but also with this movement we have people making up stories which affects people's lives like greatly and i I feel so bad because it's a mistake someone made and now they want to take it back by saying like this happened to them which that's a whole other rant i can go off on but i I just think it's crazy how strong like some women are like there's women still in that are sergeant majors now and they they you know they have stories and they've gone through so much or they have female friends and there's I think a lot of things that made it big right now with a lot of people talking about it was that uh that soldier who lost her life um Vanessa Gillum, oh, Gillum. Vanessa Gillum. Gillum yeah yeah 
and you know she was reporting it trying to let it happen and there's so many times i've seen stuff like that where the females aren't believed and it's sad you know because you want to believe them and even if they have a past of like you know being promiscuous which i don't think that's anyone's fucking business i don't know if we can cuss on here absolutely you can 100 percent. yeah if someone wants to go out there and freaking dance around butt naked, that's their business. It doesn't affect your life. It doesn't affect you. Now, if they bring it back to work, then that's a problem. But if they're living their life on the outside and I don't have to hear about it and that's what they want to do, good for you. Good for you, girl. Good for you, guy. Like, Live your best you life. Yeah, but for you to sit there and waste your time judging them because you don't like what they do, like, why are you wasting your energy, your breath of air? Something that that moment that that all that energy you're putting into that one thing of hating this person so much, you can go put all that energy in something about your life that you need to fix. Absolutely. Of about someone else's. And I hate people like that. So, dude, you just spit some fucking fire right now, bro. That's the biggest, <laughs> that's the biggest pet peeve I, I was in the Marine Corps. I was like, man, just mind your business it's not your business it doesn't matter it doesn't affect your life like just go go on be better with yourself why don't you go do some mcis why don't you go work on your runtime I, I said you got, like why don't you go learn something about the truck sorry my dog come here uh, yeah we had we had that i had that happen a few times and i've seen it like quite recently actually we had like one of our strong female sergeants and she was one of our the military police folk and she ended up working in working in the S three, um, just because she was a strong female presence and needed somebody for training. And she was very physically fit and savage. You know, and I saw her in the gym all the time, just killing it. And she beasted on pull ups. Like when they say people say, "Oh, female Marines can't do pull ups," I'm like, dude. And I had, of course, I had a few. Like Miss Adams used to be one of my Marines who was one of a pure example of Marines who did crazy pull ups. You know. Yeah. But, but like, I don't know, man. It's just. Sometimes people get crazy with the with the judgmental stuff and then going all all berserk on things, you know. Yeah, it's it's sad because I've seen so many great people and great Marines, and just because they do something with their their own free time, people will sit there and be like, "Oh, well, I heard this." Like, "Oh, were you were you there?" "Oh, no, I just heard it." Then shut the fuck up. Yeah, you weren't there. You don't know what happened. There's so many people, and then male Marines can be stupid too, and they do dumb things, but. That's, they do dumb things on their free time, so it doesn't. It never affects yeah. me. But I say that's. I, mean, I just say it generates a lot of like as a female marine. We talk about it a little bit at the at the gym a couple times, but like you're going to be on the skyline anyway. It's like oh, yeah. it, it's like you're walking around as a, as a, as a sergeant major, master guns everywhere. Everybody, your eyeballs are on you all the time. Some you know you stand out. It's just you can't help it. So like with you, you might be one of fifty. See so my fifty dudes surrounding you, and you're the only female. You know, somebody's going to be watching you all the time. So you're on the, oh, yeah. you're continuously on the skyline. So people are going to be watching what you're doing. So you, so you might as well do something right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And But the problem with that is when you have Marines, it's really set the example. Sometimes that generates hate to those who can't reach that level. You know, so you get a, like a lot of dudes will be hating on like one of the homies. Um, I don't want to mention her name right here, but the, but the but the MP who I was telling you about from the S3 who could smash all these pull-ups, really physical fit, and she held Marines to the standard, like at the PFT, myself included. You know what I mean with doing pull-ups and 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 the row and because I was I, my knee was blown out and I was old, so I was allowed to row, and I did the freaking uh, and of course the crunches. Like she held Marines to the strict standard. She didn't let me shady on any of the crunches. 
any of the, you know, the row time had to be fucking, I had to be, it was strictly monitored and I had to have another officer do it with me, which was cool. So I could smoke that major, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, and, then, and then my, you. and then my pull-ups, you know, I was physically broken and I, so she didn't, didn't allow me to kip at all. So I did not get my 20, you know, it was, it, it, you know, it, it, I was physically broken at the time. So it's, it's what it is what it is, but she held me to the standard and there was no, she didn't look at me like any other, like I was a master gunny. I thought, oh, no, 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 let me cater to you. No, I was just another Marine out there doing my PFT. And I love that attitude when the Marines kick that, when, when they have that responsibility and they hold everybody accountable to their responsibility. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing to me. But sometimes it generates hate and people start talking shit about that person and all of a sudden making up all kinds of bullshit. So I kind of saw that a little bit of that happen. And it's like, what? It, it, it just, it drove me crazy when I see kind of shit like that. See, I wish I didn't meet a strong female leader until I want to say my my second year into the Marine Corps. And don't get me wrong, my my drill instructors were strong females, and I I don't know their work ethic. I can't say like, oh, they taught me so much. That yeah, they taught me the basics of how to be a Marine. Now, when you go into the fleet, that's when you you know you see like what a strong female leader is. And the, the first per, uh, the first person I met, her name, I, I love her. Her name is uh, Sergeant uh, Perez. And oh, she, actually, I'm sorry. She's a staff sergeant now. <laughs> staff sergeant Perez, you know. And she, I became really close with her. She was in my wedding. Like, she sh- showed me. I still made mistakes, you know. I still, I still did things wrong. But I met her in my uh, MAI course. And then I also had the pleasure of meeting Lieutenant Colonel Posey, um, she did, uh, wrote this, uh, uh, I forget if it was an order, she wrote something on females doing pull-ups and she, every day she was doing a pull-up class on her lunch. She would go out there and teach female Marines or all Marines how to do pull-ups and what's the correct way. And a lot of people who did it, who went to her course or her class, they, they actually got up on their pull-ups and she was about she was shorter than me. She was pretty short. She was maybe five, four, maybe five, three. Yeah. I don't even, she was tiny, but she was, I've, she jumped so high. Like she was doing like 20 pull-ups and this was just like first. And then she'll go again the second time, still doing 20. I seen her do the O course and so fast. Like she got over the wall so quick. I was like, I can't even get over the wall that quick. And like, I'm, half her size but <laughs> that's when i started meeting strong female leaders and i don't how long after that was that, how long after you came in the marine corps was that was that right away or is that a few years or after you hit the fleet that was a few years because the first uh the first i had all male uh ncos at first and they were they treated us like dudes there was no just because you have a bun or whatever is between your legs, I don't care. You're going to get the same thing as what the males are getting. So there was no, there was no like uh, favoriting females or anything, especially we had all NCO males and like all female uh, junior Marines. So they were like, like, how did we get so unlucky with this? Like (laughs) with the monitor to give us like all these like freaking 19 year olds to 22 year olds who like don't know what the fuck they're doing so figuring out life <laughs> yeah and like they're like they don't even know and then most of the so most of the girls that were there uh got pregnant um 
so like they like they really couldn't do much and there's different situations going on and then we had a couple of female ncos come in and they were they weren't the best i think that they were trying to be the best but they didn't know how which is okay because you know i on now that i look back on it as like i'm looking at a different perspective of it i'm like you know what we didn't make their life easy but they didn't make our lives like you know easy either so we were definitely pains in the butts for for Jeannie Marines, but they definitely were very hard on the females, and they were like, oh, you guys need to be doing pull-ups. You need to be doing this. But come the PFT, they couldn't even do one pull-up. They they were saying, like, your runtime needs to be this, but their runtime was all the way maxed out. So to me, I was like, how are you going to tell me I need to be like this? You're You can't even do it. You're yelling at us because, you know, like, but then I see it like, hey, maybe they know they couldn't do it. So that's why they were going harder on us. They're like, you know what? We're almost done here. You guys need to do this. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that mentality because that's the I've made it mentality. You know, like, hey, I've done, I've yeah. done this before. You should trust me and tell us, and this is how you do it. No, that ain't going to work, man. That mentality, especially yeah. if you're a young, or even if you're not young, but you're a sergeant below NCO, or even a young staff NCO gunny, you're supposed to be leading from the front, man. Your body's not even that broken yet. You're supposed to be, you're supposed yeah. to be out there every day pushing with your Marines. I mean, ask any one anybody, and I challenge anybody I ever ever knew when I was a young corporal and sergeant. Talk about who I was back then. I'll tell you right away, I was an asshole. Why? Because I was holding you to my standard, but my standard was high. I was the top 10%. I was always going to be the 285 and above. And when I was a corporal below, if I didn't get a 300, I was mad. I was mad as hell if I got an 1806 on a runtime. You know what I mean? So I expected the best out of my Marines, but you, I was given the best of myself. And I was pushing them every day at PT. And I wasn't, was I nice to people about it back then? No. Well, we couldn't get into a crazy deep conversation about that. But that's, but that's yeah. what I thought good leadership was. Yeah, I didn't really understand quality leadership until I was in my later corporal years to early sergeant years. And then I, yeah, I really started seeing and understanding it. And then looking back in time and picking out those quality leaders that maybe I didn't get enough attention or give enough attention to, you know, but uh, that maybe were definitely were teaching me better ways to, and I look back on their leadership style and I really adapted a lot of their, their traits and styles, but uh yeah, we could spend all day on that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just try to look at the time. You know, I never want to be, like, the person, like, I, I, don't get me wrong. At that moment, I hated them. I was like, man, I'm never going to be like this. Like, I don't agree with this. But now that I look back on it, I'm like, you know what? I can't hate someone for just being themselves. That's how they are. Like, that's how they wanted to be. I can't hate them for that. I'm not going to hold hate in my heart because you – I don't agree with what you do. I, I don't. I, I personally don't feel like I have I have the time for it, or, or the, I need to or do the that energy for I keep, it anymore. I'm I'm limited yeah. on my I'm limited on my energy and my fucks, my give a fucks. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to give them all yeah. out. You know, I have a whole year. They don't replenish. Like you know, they don't roll over for the next exactly. year. You know. Exactly right, my friend. But uh, yeah, back in the day, though, I really did think. And I, but I pushed myself again. I, I led by example. So I wouldn't tell somebody, hey, you need to get 20 pull-ups if I wasn't out there rocking 20 pull-ups or 20 plus. 
I, it just wasn't something I did. I'm like, hey, what is your runtime? Like, oh, it's 25 minutes. I'm doing it's pretty good. I'm like, 25 minutes, bro. That's disgusting. Like I would tell to Marie straight to their face that like that's disgusting. Like you're 25 minutes, dude. You're 20 years old, and you're running a 25 minute PFT, bro. You're gross. You know, <laughs> I'm just like, how do you? I, I, this yeah. is how I would talk to Marines. Like, really, dude? Get in the gym, dude. You're freaking. You're disgusting. Like, it was what I would do. And then they, they might get mad, but again, because of who I was and how I carried myself, you weren't going to come whip my ass, or you would come try. But it, yeah, it, it, I mean, I got, I did get my ass whipped. I got jumped a few times, but the one on ones, nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> we get to go so that's just how i carried myself and who i was um gr- growing up oh, yeah in a i like that though but i had to prove it several times and it's i was fine with it because it was just I, I, in my head i embraced that part of uh, that that warrior part that savage that really wanted to just get out and do that it wasn't always the best and you know sometimes i fucked it up and i do apologize for those marines i did haze in the past <laughs> and it, it, it was never i never put my put my hands on anybody I never physically assaulted anybody. I definitely never fucking molested anybody like those eighth and knife freaks did with the damn, with the edge dressing up the dime dude's booty hole and shit like that. I never did any crazy shit like that. I never did any weird shit like that. As grown ass man, you think like, you know what? I'm going to do this other grown ass man. I'm going to stick something up his booty hole. Like that's fucking wild. Like, what like- the fuck are you thinking? But this is like, nobody talks about, nobody, nobody talks about this kind of stuff. Like we had this in the early nineties. It was a huge video that went around. It was, it was at safety stand downs on this is what you don't do and you can't be like this. And you would have, and they blurred out like the Marines' penises, but they would like have yeah. all the Marines standing like in front of their racks, all online. And the dudes would be going down with edge dressing, painting their freaking dicks with edge dressing. Like, what the actual fuck is happening right now? <laughs> and, I'm watching, and that's so Yeah, crazy. I'm watching this video like, first of all, why, the, why would you want to do that, bro? And second of all, I'm not going to let you stand here. I'm not going to stand here and let you put that on my dick, dude. It's not going to happen. And even back then, like, I can tell you, even as a young 19-year-old freaking PFC, if you tried to do that to me back then, I would have knocked you the fuck out. And ask anybody who knew me back yeah. then, too. You, you can ask them. They're going to tell you the same thing. Yeah, they would have probably knocked you out. You know, it's <laughs> just second I, you know. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody touching yeah. me in places I don't want to touch that. Yeah, I mean, I did, the, but I did the freaking the gauntlets and I got my freaking blood stripes and I did all that motivational stuff because to me, I thought that was part of, part of the legacy and part of the traditions that were hazing. Cause we, some people got fucked up doing that. <laughs> Not everybody can take the same hit, you know? I have a funny story. So two of my, uh, two of the junior Marines I was junior Marines with, they got pinned or they got their blood stripes. And then the next day we had company PT and all day, like they were just, they were just having fun with them all day. So that's all I'm gonna say with that one. They were having fun with them all day. So the next day, they co- we're at company PT. It's zero six, and they're walking like they just got off the horse bareback, like, <laughs> like. <laughs> and then, oh, first sergeant's like, Motor T, what the fuck's wrong with you? Why can't you guys ever just be normal? And they're they're like trying so hard to like like do the workouts but in their face you could tell like they're just so like destroyed they're just hurt <laughs> yeah they're just they're <laughs> and then all of motor t we're just laughing because it's just like it's like we know what happened but they have no idea so then like, the first time is just like yelling at them and then the s shops are getting all mad because we're laughing and we're not taking pt serious and we're just getting reamed and 
I mean, I think later that day, if I remember right, like our gunny was like, "What was going on at PT?" We're like, "I don't know." Like, <laughs> yeah, that's some crazy. I remember uh, we had we had some wild ass PT sessions, I, and I definitely heard some crazy stories that we're gonna get into with some of your questions. Now, let's move on with some of these questions okay. that you got from our fan page. I put it out there if anybody wanted to ask you some questions because, you know, former Marine Sergeant, now training BJJ, two male-dominated sports, and we do have a couple questions like that. And, well, the first one's kind of tame. Why did you decide to join the Marine Corps? Out of all the services, why did you choose the USMC? So, initially, I was going to go army boo yeah <laughs> i love all the branches i was gonna go army um i was 18 years old i was living in an apartment i i hadn't i still i was a bad kid i was a bad teenager yeah. uh i was in independent i was independent studies i had was working three jobs out of my parents' house, I was like, I'm a grown woman now. I don't need well, you're y'all. Working, you're working three jobs. That's kind of responsible, but, you know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how bad it is. I don't I know how bad that is, but go ahead. Yeah. So I was, and, you know, I went over to the Army office's office, and I was, like, talking to them. Then, of course, very, un- like, immature, very stupid of me, I started dating, messing around with this guy who happened to be the army recruiter since I'm so smart and I'm from this small town. And I was like, Oh my God, like, this is what I like. Dude was crazy. Homeboy was crazy. He and I, and then I couldn't make weight for the army. And I was like, man, this really sucks, you know? And I kind of gave up for a little bit. And my older sister had uh, come down and was like, why aren't you like, she would send me every day. Like, look what Marines do. Like, look at their boot camps. Like you could do this. Like, why aren't you doing this? And she was air force. And she was like, she goes, if I, if I couldn't, like, if I couldn't have gotten the Air Force, I would have went Marine. Wow. And I was Dude. like, so I was like, ah, I don't know. And I remember my first experience. I, went with, to, I remember my first experience in the Air Force base, and I was like, wow. No, go ahead. Yeah, amazing. Right? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. We used to go visit her on it every, every summer. She's like, come on, you can come stay with me. And I was like, this is fun. Yeah. No, um, so I went to the Marine Corps office, and, um, I was, uh, the, the guy wasn't there. So I was like, cool. Like this, it's not meant to be. And my sister, like, she's like, there's a phone number on the door. We're not playing this. Like, she's like, you're gonna call them. I ended up calling them at that time. I was so into lifting weights and lift being big. Like I wanted to be heavy. So like my pull-up game was strong. Like I was, I was good. So the only thing that wasn't good is like, I wasn't a big runner. Cause I'm like, I want to lift big, be big. I don't need cardio. (laughs) So uh, he came and he's like, yeah, let's do it. And then 2015, 2014, 2014, then 2015, I signed the paperwork early. No, I signed paperwork late 2014. And then uh, 2015, I went to boot camp. But honestly, the thing thing that made me want to do it is my, my sister. She was like, you have nothing going for you here. You, you're graduated. Okay, you're working, but you're just going to work dead-end jobs the rest of your life. Like, she was really big. Like, she knew that if I stayed where I was at, I was just going to get deeper into, like, this life of just all the other girls in my hometown, getting pregnant, baby daddies, 
working working at the same liquor store for the next like 20 years of your life seeing like you know I had nothing like because you have no school work done you're 20 years old like what what are you gonna do with your life and I was like damn that that shit hurt so I was like I'm I'm about to show everyone that I can do it and here I am that's what you're that's legit. I like it. And you, and you, I mean, hey, you made it to be a sergeant in the Marine Corps, and that's definitely something a lot, not a lot of people can say. Not not in their first enlistment, no. No, I mean, in life, period. <laughs> it's yeah. in life, period. Um, yeah. yeah, that's good stuff, man. I love it. I love it to death. Okay, so let's move on to the second one. Next question. Um, okay. This was definitely from one of your – fan of people with people that follow you on your page one of the females from your page asked this question uh, did you feel in the marine corps you had to work twice as hard to prove yourself because you are a woman oh yeah yeah Def- definitely and then if you do work hard and i'm gonna toot my own horn here i was meritorious promoted i have maybe 10 to 12 awards that i got during while i was nice. in for, uh, I was noteworthy on some of my inspections. Um, also, my sergeant, my sergeant at the time, Sonia, she got her. So I'll make sure. I got a NAM. I got uh, uh, certificates of commendation. I all this stuff. So I worked ho- really hard to do it, but at the same time, it was just I was told the only reason you got these positions is because you're a female and they liked you, which right now I'm gonna call bullshit. Because I set, I'm going to open up. So I set my, my goals out, but I kind of messed them up when I was just a Lance Corporal. I had gotten pregnant with my husband. Now we had, we had gotten pregnant and I was about two and a half months pregnant. And then I miscarried on Christmas. So it, that took, that took my whole life of me thinking like, oh, I'm going to be a mom and I'm going to do this. Like, I can't wait. And then, you know, God had other plans for yeah. me. And so once I miscarried, I was like, I need to lose this weight. I need to, I need to set goals for myself. Cause I was in a very low place. I thought like, Oh, I'm, I'm a failure as a woman, which is hard to think that, but you're not, it's these things happen for a reason. And once I found like, uh, um, well, McMap, McMap is what made me really get into a lot of things. McMap, I was the safety big driver and they were doing jujitsu like during lunch and like they were showing different things. And that's when you guys were coming out there and like going to the, these like MAI courses they yeah. were running. And I was like, I, like, I want to do this. Like I need to keep going. And then ever since that moment where I was like, you know what, pick yourself up. Yes, it hurts right now, but you're not the only person who's gone through this. So you need to be strong for the people who are going to go through it. And they can see that during these times, hard times, you can still be successful. And you were, what, what so rank were you at this time? What rank were you when you went to the seminar? Uh, I was a Lance Corporal when I first saw one. Okay. When did you meet Tara? Do you remember what rank uh, you were when you met her? I I think I met her after I got Meritorious promoted to Corporal. I wanted... uh, It was before I went to CLB 13. Yeah. I'm horrible. I want to say like... 2017 2018 yeah 17 18 makes sense yeah yeah absolutely that's good stuff but uh yeah she, she's freaking awesome did you actually get to roll with her oh yeah she 
fudged fucked me up, man. She was amazing. That explains why you really had to pick yourself up and evaluate like your life afterwards. (laughs) Yeah, really, it really was. I was like, God. She came in, and it was so funny because the guys were like, "I can't wait, I can't wait, I'm gonna destroy her." And she came in like Conor McGregor, like I'm gonna fuck all y'all up, like. like you know she had it inside of her but she was so nice oh yeah and she i wish at that moment i wish i would have taken the opportunity to come to uh carlson gracie sooner but i was still in that like i like miscarried like i'm i'm not good enough to do this you know so and like i wasn't i i couldn't talk about it without crying for the longest time so i was just like i I can't do this like it affected my life so much and i was just like can't I can't do it like I want to she's like you need to come we need more females like I could tell like you're gonna like it she's like I see you hold your own with the guys and she was so sweet and I think I don't say I have regrets in life there's just you know there's things steps I've took or paths I went and you know I have to take that path and I took a path where I wasn't able to go but I'm so glad I'm there now because I've met awesome people you your wife Lana Jessica Anna, like I could just go on for everyone who's been so welcoming to me. It's like I literally was a long lost family member and I came in and everyone's just so loving. I love it so That's much. That's great, man. That's good if you have that feeling coming in, man. Keep it. Keep it. And and if it starts yeah. to get messed up, dude, like sometimes what happens, like and it happens with me. I'm not talking I'm not talking about anybody else specifically, right about myself. Mm-hmm. But you get lost in your own head because like you get injured or something and you can't get on the mat for a little bit and you don't hear from anybody for a little while. Sometimes you forget that people love you and maybe you think, Oh no, nobody cares about me anymore. When you forget the energy, the energy that was on the mat, you just don't remember it at the moment because you're deep in your little hole. You know, don't don't be, it's it's easy to say, but hard to do at the time, but just don't be afraid to put out signals or signs that you, maybe you're, you're in a bad place. Cause I, sometimes I fail to do that. I don't let anybody know that I'm hurting. And so nobody knows to ask me if I'm okay. Cause they don't know. They just need yeah. to see this big freaking dude who looks like he's got his, his freaking life together. And you know what? My life is coming together pretty well, but I've been through some shit that sometimes fucks with me. So yeah, I don't always have my shit together. And, and you know, I'm, 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 oh, I mean, yeah. the impression might be that everything's all together. I have my shit together, but in my head, I'm fighting my own demons. You know? <laughs> you know? No, I, I understand that. Like uh, right now, like, I'm going through some stuff that I've been working on. Like during the Marine Corps, I picked up a very bad habit. Um, I was binging and purging a lot because I wanted to make weight. And I thought the only way to lose weight was to not eat. Or if I did eat to, you know, make myself throw up. Oh, and wow. it's been a long, it's been a long battle. Like I, I go to therapy for it and I'm open to everyone. Like therapy has helped me like come through this. Like there's times where like I sit there and I'm like, you know, like, why did I just eat this? I need to go to the restroom right now. And, and it's, it's hard for me because I, that's, it's been such a, a habit for me that it's, it's, it's made, it made my, my body really weak for a long time. And especially when you get out the Marine Corps, you know, I gained some weight a little bit because I didn't know what I was really doing. And like, I was working out, but I wasn't really like pushing myself. So I wouldn't even really get a good workout. So I still had these, this habit of like, I'm going to go eat this stuff and then I'm going to throw it up. So I wasn't, I wasn't enjoying food. I wasn't enjoying like, you know, having a meal with someone in my head. I was like, okay, this is this many calories. This is this. Okay. I'm good. I can't, if I, if I eat too much, I'm going to have to go to the restroom. Like, oh, damn. And it, it became such a disgusting habit. And See, I, I, can, I, finally, I can get, I can get the calculating out the calories every time you sit down. Cause you're as, as a fighter, you know, competitor, 
boxer or whatever. Are you all, I'm always watching, I'm watching my weight. Oh, well, you know, and in the yeah. Marine Corps, you're always watching your weight. You're always looking at the scale. Always watching. Yeah, I remember, yeah, so it's like something you're always doing. I definitely, I used to be able to do that all the time. And my buddy, now retired Sergeant Major Jeffrey Craig, he was a freaking mastermind of that, man. He could like look at your plate and to tell you all the calories and nutrition, nutri- nutrients in every piece of food that was on your plate and what was going to be good for you in your next workout. And if you, okay, what are you, what are yeah. you doing next? As I'm going for a run, man, a little bit, or I'm hitting weights. And he's like, okay, you're going for a run, man. You need to scrap that. You need to go grab another banana. You need to do this. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he had it all dialed in. And if yeah. I was going to weights, he's like, how long until you lift weights? So I'm like, I don't know, but at least 90 minutes. Like, okay, that's at least good. He's like, but give it, maybe give it two hours because what he could in a plate or scrap this, get you this, boom, boom. And he would dial it in for your next workout. And he was just like, and every time I did it and listened to what he said, my workouts were freaking bomb. And I came back from Iraq and we were on, only on the ship after we left country um coming back on the boxer anyway to uh, from we went to australia first which we had some crazy fun and some crazy weird times and a lot of fights but whatever uh and they came back to san diego from there but from that time i just listened to what he said to eat and i lost a shit ton of weight because i bloated up with just eating mres and shit and i, I yeah oh, i lost yeah. like five fifty. especially on ship. on ship it's like i don't want to wait in line for two hours i'm just gonna go to the store oh, no no girlfriend i was girlfriend i was i was a gunnery sergeant bro i was in the chief's mess oh you I were good you were good <laughs> i'm waiting in line there's nothing oh, left no, like, you man. Know, Dude, we went and we got food whenever really there was it wasn't it wasn't anything you wanted whenever you wanted but there was food there whenever yeah. you wanted. so i could see how motherfuckers were getting fat Cause there was cheese pizza there like twenty four seven, like twenty four seven. There's always a cheese pizza there. You, doesn't matter what time. It was always seven in the morning. There's always one in there. I'm like, dude, how much? How much? Like seven eleven. Yeah, like, how much something. fucking cheese pizza do these people eat this, on this boat? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can tell. Some of them. <laughs> yeah, you sure can. You sure can. Like, oh no, like this is. I'm not trying to get off here looking like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember like, my young troops, man. They would be a uh, bear. Uh, one of my last couples in Perez, but they would be like, hey man, come on, Gunny man, come up on some some Cholula from the Chiefs. I'm like, come up on it. So they're like, let me take it. I'm like, okay, I'll just grab it. I'll just grab yeah. it, bro. I ain't got to steal it. Just for hey, man, I'm taking this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yes, I all you guys want. You know, like one time we came back out for Liberty, and I, yeah, I went on Liberty with my sergeants and below, and I was a Gunny. And I had a fucking great time. You know, it was amazing. We were getting ready to go to Iraq. We went to India. We partied our asses off. Came back on ship, hit the chief's mess. I went in, hey, you fellas, I'll meet you in the office. I went and made us nachos. And we freaking grubbed out, smashed drunk, yeah. smashed drunk in the S1 office on the boxer on some freaking bomb ass nachos I made myself in the kitchen at freaking like two in the morning. That's a, that's a- I'm telling you, that's the, those right there, if you got stuff to make nachos when you're a little tipsy, they're always delicious. Like, no matter, you, it's really hard to mess up nachos. Yeah. So if you... I remember a man shy came in the office. He's like, what? <laughs> the nachos. Because oh, <laughs> they were eating, of course, the sergeant and below chow hall. And of course, I I had been on a few, de- like, I think four deployments as a sergeant and below on Westpacs. So I, I definitely understood the struggle of eating in that in that birthing child hall area. <laughs> it sucks so bad. See, I, I tried, I tried yeah, to, I tried to give back with the child, but Hey, let's move on to the next question. Next, move on to the next question. Okay. okay. Um, how do you feel from the same person? Also, how do you feel? You, how did you stay encouraged in male dominated arenas, i.e. the Marine Corps and BJJ, et cetera? 
Now you start learning about BJJ, so you're relatively new, but we'll try to keep you encouraged. But you can definitely talk to the Marine Corps. Yeah. Um, well, I guess it'd be for both. I mean, if I don't see them as like, as, yes, I know, I see like they're a male, but if I see them as just a person and like, you know, like we're going for the same goal, we're reaching for the same thing, then we're going to go along together. If we can help each other out, we can do it. I don't see them as like, oh, that's competition. I need to beat a male's ass. Like I need to be better than the male. It's not like that. We're all a big family, you know, like I want to learn from everyone and maybe I can like, I can teach other people stuff, me being male or female. I feel like that's a big thing too. A lot of people always think like, oh, you're a female. So you, you need to do this. Like, or, or you're a male. So you need to be better. Like, no, it, do, it doesn't need to be like that. And that kind of thinking of, you know, like, oh, you know, how do you dominate males? Like, listen, like, I don't want to dominate a male. I want to learn from that male. And I want to learn how to be a better me and keep pushing so we can push together. Yeah, that's legit. I like that. I like that. Um, did you did you have any uh, issues staying encouraged in the Marine Corps as well with that? Or just had the same mentality, grinding grind it out together? Yeah, I mean, for at first, like, we, I didn't really have, like, I had male NCOs. And I was like, okay, you know, they're there. But I never had, like, anyone who really – actually, that's a lie. So when I was in my MAI course, uh, one of – I, I wanted to dominate this guy because he kicked, he roundhouse kicked me right in the Damn. face. And I was so fucking mad because I was like, well, are we kicking now? Like, <laughs> I'm like, like the, the hood ghetto, like, girl came out of me. I'm like, I'm about to sock him in the nuts and like, then hit him in the throat. I'm going to bite him. Yeah. Like, I'm going to pull his hair. Like, straight, so straight mad. to the beans. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to kick him in the nuts. And, but like, <laughs> I think he was trying to, he was like, he was trying to knock me out. Jesus. He was, but he's been training his whole life. And then he's like, they're like, oh, we're, we're inviting this Marine to come out here. And then he was, I was going against everyone and I was holding my own. Like I was doing pretty good. Like I, I'm not a, I'm not bad at standing. Like, okay, we're going to go, we're going to punch and everything. Like my dad and brother, brother, where was like, this again? Hey, you're going to learn how to, where box. was this again? This was in Pendleton. Okay in uh 14 13 okay, area okay, go ahead, go ahead. and you said this guy had been training for a while but you know where he was training at by chance uh, uh never mind never mind i never know mind. push yeah, on. I, I never really want to badmouth anybody who's doing something so that's no no no, no no he, I, he, wasn't, he wasn't doing bad he's a good guy i know him now he's like a drill instructor really good guy good fighter good mai instructor but the, that's the day, the day i met him and oh boy was i pissed i was like i'm a, Pull him out. I'm okay. He might. He might have been. He might have been a little bit intimidated because you are, you know, a little bit more of aggressive female. They maybe some it does intimidate dudes sometimes. I mean, honestly, it does. I I have heard about it. Yeah. I've heard about it. But uh, so maybe he, that was it. And his natural reaction came came out. That the fight or flight came out, and he kicked you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Damn! And it wasn't like like he knew he made contact good. And I was like, if I would have just had my chin just a little bit the other way, I would have been sleeping, laying down like good old knock the hell out. But no, yeah. But that's the only time I've ever been like I want to dominate this guy. But I of course I've always wanted to do better than people or like Marines. Like I've always like I want to do a little bit better. But I'm not gonna bash them because they're not doing better. I see like. Why don't, hey, like, I did this, like, 
try this way. Like, you know, like maybe this will help or what's your way. Like, so instead of us dominating each other and see who has the bigger green weenie, it's like, why don't we just have one massive green weenie and we can work on this together. Okay. Everybody gets the massive green weenie then. Fuck yeah. Yeah, everyone gets it. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking fun. All right. All right. Let's check it out. All right. Here we go. Have you ever experienced any issues of sexual harassment while serving? Yes. Oh, man. Um, I'm not going to go into too much details because this person did help me out a lot, but they crossed the line. Okay. Um, they had asked me for their birthday. They wanted a piece of my cherry pie. So was that like, that was a face to face question or was that just a text out of the nowhere or? It was, it was a face to face and I, I, I ignored it. And then they, it was a message and I was like, I was like, how could this, and it just, it surprised me because this person literally like saw me in such a horrible place and they were building me up. And then for them to just go in for, I was oh, like, wow. what? how can I trust anyone now? now? If, you, if like, you don't mind me asking, um, was that person like un- drunk or intoxicated? Not that it's an excuse for any behavior of that sort, but sometimes it brings out the demons and that's, Sometimes you get the truth when somebody's drunk, like drunk people tell the truth, say the same as babies, you know what I mean? Sometimes the, 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 yeah. the real person comes out. No, I wish I wish it could be like, it was like they just drunk messaged me, but the first time it happened was in person during training, like while we were- Oh, grappling. come on, man. You know, what they were the teaching fuck? us. So it was like, so to me, it was like, it was so hard to like, be like, like, I can't believe you asked this. So me being the smart ass that I was, I went to Walmart. I bought a cherry pie and put it on their desk and said, there you go. Since you wanted some. Oh, damn. <laughs> so I, I, I made it very clear. So I was like, I'm, not, you're not. <laughs> I'm like, you're, you can ask for it, but I'm, I'm going to give you my response right here. Oh, and then they're like, Oh, thank you. And I was like, you're welcome. Cause this is what you wanted. Right. And they, I put them on the spot and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. And I was like, okay. But I, I, that was, you know, there was other times too, like sly remarks, you know, people saying stuff to me. And I'm just like, I just, for me, I let it go one ear and out the other. Um, I have a really good friend. Uh, her name's Brittany Meyer. She does jujitsu now. She was, uh, she was a sergeant. She was an ammo tech, MAI. She has a wonderful story. If you ever have time to have a conversation with her, she's, She's amazing. Yeah, I like that. I like um, that. Okay, what her name was Brittany Myers, you said? Brittany Myers. And she's she's doing her first competition in uh April. April oh, in uh Colorado. Okay, okay. So she I love her. She's spunky, she's really big into fitness and making sure women feel good, you know. She's come a long way, but she has a wonderful story about how she's overcome, you know, a lot of like sexual like harassment and assault and a lot of stuff she had to deal with, and she's she's I'm telling you, she's a wonderful story. So if you ever have time to talk with her, I would do that. But she, like, I heard her story and I was just like, I feel so bad because I'm just like, like, cause some people, when this, this happened, they, they, their body shuts down. And my initial response was, I'm going to be a fucking dick. Like, you think you're going to do something to me or you're going to talk to me a certain way? Yeah. Mm-mm. We're going to, yeah, we can I've go seen about it. Happen, it. Uh, um, and heard about it happening more than I wanted to. Well, later in my career, I, of course, I didn't work with many females. I did 
work with some with some quality females too when when I was younger in my career, but I didn't get to work with many until like my master sergeant years and up, you know. Uh, that's kind of when my, I guess I had to diversify more. Really, when they put me in the air wing, <laughs> my whole career, and then and then I'm in the oh, like, yeah. all of a sudden I'm a master sergeant in the air wing. Like what the frick? <laughs> like, okay, most of my time on the ground side too. Now I'm at the air wing. All right, got to adapt that leadership style, but it's all right. But it's okay. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But it's okay though because I, I've talked about it before that it's, everything everything happens for a reason, and I did go through my one of the hardest recoveries I ever had to go through, which was my back sur- surgery, and recovering from that, having two discs oh, yeah. replaced and the eight bolts put into your back, where the doctor says you, yeah, the Bionic doctor club. says you might not ever be able to run again, and this is what your odds are, and you're looking at the percentages and looking at your age. And and looking at the because of your age, your recovery percentage, how much it went down, and now I'm looking at this like, damn, yeah, okay. And I, I went in there a pretty physically fit dude, and then now I'm having trouble getting from the bed to the couch. So mentally, like, that was really challenging for me to get through. Um, and then to build my body physically back up, it really was a tough mental battle. But I had a lot of help and assistance along the way, um, because I did my recovery at Wounded Warrior Regiment with a lot of devil dogs down there. They didn't even have legs, man. And they're over there killing it every day. So it was really easy for me to suck it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was going through my, I was going through my yeah. own thing. It was really easy to look over at the dude next to you who stepped on a landmine. Yeah, it was really easy for me to suck it up, bro. It, was, <laughs> it, made, it, 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 made, it, it made it better for me. But uh, And coincidentally, some of those Marines, we were in Afghanistan like at the same time. Which is it's just which which is wild to me, right? It just blows my mind that such a small core, small world. But okay, let's yeah. let's talk about like that was one of the hardest things I ever had to go through. Your next question is, what was one of the hardest things you've ever had to overcome, physically or emotionally? Um. So emotionally was my miscarriage. It made me look at things a little differently and look at people differently and how they responded to it and how they, things they said to me. I just, I wasn't ready to hear it yet, but I threw myself, I didn't grieve properly. I threw myself back into, back into work because I felt like that was the right thing to do because I was a Marine. I need to be tough. So, you know, I, that Christmas I cried all day and then Christmas was over. That's it. I have to go back to work. Like I can't, I can't let this affect me, you know? So emotionally that was the hardest thing for me physically was uh, me breaking my hip and getting my, my yeah. pins put in. So here I am hard charger yes. on deployment doing, you know, doing MAI courses like crazy, like would barely eat like MAI work, MAI work. Cause that's all you can do on there. And then like working out too. So I loved it. And then we had done, I did the, the female engagement team while I was on ship, you know, they, they put, bring them together while yeah. we go on deployments and just, we were going, we went on a hike the day before and it was hot. I forget where we were, but we finally crossed over where the air was just like, you could taste like the sweat and it was thick and it was, we're almost, I think we're almost to either Jakarta or somewhere in Indonesia, somewhere over there. But I had, fought, we went to sleep. Uh, I don't know what made me do this, but I had got out. Like, I'd woke up and I rolled out of my rack and I was top rack and I landed on my hip bone and I heard a, like a pop noise and I started screaming. Like, I don't, I've been punched, kicked in the face. Like, I never like, you know, 
it makes it's hard for me to like you know try to show like i'm gonna start crying because i'm in pain like i'm yeah. not gonna do that but so i start screaming they went in they're like well we could tell there's spacing between your hip and the bone but it doesn't look broken because you know they do their little x-rays they're like you're probably just you just hit it right you know uh, you hit a nerve stamping it hurts yeah, so I was like, okay, cool. So I was on bed rest for a while. They were taking care of me. They're checking it out. I started doing workouts. As we're we're in we're in sync. No, not sync. We I forget where we were at, but um, we're there. We're walking around and like, I I'm like, damn, like I'm hurting. Like this hurts. Like, but I'm like, maybe I'm just being like, I'm just overreacting. So you know, I I didn't drink when we were deployed. I think maybe I had a couple drinks, but I never got like, I never had fun during the port times because I was so. I was in so much pain. So I was like, you know what? Like, this is hurting a lot. And then we are about to head out to uh, Djibouti, Africa. And I, I couldn't get up. Like, I couldn't even get, like, I stood up and I felt like this worst pain. They go in, they're like, we're going to have to send you home because, like, we can't, we can't, we don't have an MRI machine. Like, and, like, the closest thing we have is that's going to work. We're going to have to send you somewhere else to another hospital out of, like out and in, out into whatever country we're in. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not, you're not trying to lose me. No places. I no, I'm good. So for, it took me a while. Like I was like, I cried to my side major. I'm like, I don't want to go home. Like I don't want to go. And he's like, what yeah. if it's worse than what it is now? And you keep going and, and to find out I had torn my labrum in my hips and um, I had like, sh like shattered some, something, something went wrong, but apparently I was, I guess they said I have a hip dysplasia, which I never knew I had. So when I fell, it like made it worse. So they had to go in, cut a piece of the bone out, put three pins in and then reconnect it into the socket and then correct my labrum. Jeez. So going from that and being like hard charger and everything to being on bed rest for the first three months, then the next three months, I'm in a wheelchair. Like, I'm in a wheel. I can't even wipe my own ass. Like, this, it, the, it was so embarrassing. My husband would come in and he'd be like, do you need to use the restroom? And I was like, I don't want to. I don't want him to wipe yeah. my ass. Like, like I'm grown ass woman. Like, I'm not going to do it. So my mom did it. You know? <laughs> my mom. Nah, hell no. My wife helped. My wife helped me. I know they Amy, Amy is with me through those struggles. <laughs> yeah. That, and it, it's so bad. And. It's embarrassing too. Like my friends, like, oh, like, you'll be okay. And then I think the most that that part right there is just like, oh, you know, I know I'm gonna gain weight, so I gotta watch what I take in. And I already have this problem where I I I binge when I eat too much, or if I eat a little bit, if I don't, I was like drinking for like two months. I was only drinking smoothies. That was the stupidest thing I could ever do. Now I know, like, your body needs your body needs yeah. carbs. Your body needs proteins. Like, you can't. Now it took me a it long time to figure that out. Sometimes but, too. You know, it, it needs food, you know? Who would have known you get a better pump if you eat a little bit of carbs? Yeah. Like, <laughs> But no, I think the thing that, you know, for that is I was in an S shop waiting for my uh, my friends to come back from deployment. Like, I was waiting for them. And, you know, they're, they were telling me how crappy it was getting and, like, how, like, everyone was getting annoyed. And I was like, man, I wish I could have had those experiences with you guys. Like, but at the same time, I need to get fixed. They come back. My... My, uh, he's out now. I don't care. This lieutenant, he, um, he was like, they called the S shop. He's like, are you ready to come back? And I'm still on crutches at this point. 
And I was like, I was like, of course I'm, you know, like, you know, but I could stay here. Like, I only have like five months left. Like, I don't want you guys to go through the hassle of everything. And they're like, no, you're going to come back. So we, and my lieutenant, he says this to me, he goes, he goes, I know you're getting like, I know you're getting big and you haven't oh, been PTing. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Which, that, that shit hit hard. I was like, I was like, yeah, you're right. Because I just had a freaking hip surgery and got three pins put into me. Like, yeah, I haven't been able to PT, like, yeah, bro. Have, Sorry, I, my I, bad. <laughs> sorry sorry in the wheelchair I, in the wheelchair i couldn't really do like you know you know I, you're right i should have like i should have ran yeah. right after the surgery like you're, you're, you're right i should have jumped on the spin yeah, bike so that was, that was the hardest. yeah i should have got on that like you're right you know what i'm sorry you know at least call him buzz because like he looked like oh, buzz yeah, and i was like man <laughs> i wanted to tell him we, we had our going away party together i wanted to like with all due respect, you, Sterling. I was wow. so, I was ready to blow. I mean, we we, we all see that we all had those. We've all had those those at different levels of the chain of command. You know, those, oh my, we're incredibly book yeah. smart, not so much common sense smart. You know, sometimes the leadership oh, doesn't really play out too well. He and he never listened to what the our gunny was has been doing this for so long and he's like no i feel like oh. we should do it this way and yeah. it, it would always go wrong and my gunny we always had the idea like, fair we always called them idea fairies especially when i was younger oh here comes the lieutenant oh, idea fairy and he'd always start out with it always started out with well like they had the, and they, they always read what the, the manual says or something like that like i looked up here and it i read here yeah, it said man. like oh my god bro and it, why don't you doing it by what how the the this uh, TM is saying it? Because if we do it that way, yeah. we will crash. Like, I, <laughs> we will crash. Like, the communications I communications will that, not work, bro. It will not work. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. That's good times. Oh, All right, yeah. let's move on to some. Uh, now we had this discussion already, and uh, I, I did talk about okay. it with the wife a little bit because at first we were just going to push off on it and not even entertain it because. Toxic stuff is not really fun to talk about, but in today's day and age, today's day and age, it's just crazy to think we still have some the Neanderthal minds out there, or people that are weird. I guess they think of stupid shit, or just say stuff because they think it's funny and try to get a rise and try to get a rise out of yeah. people. And you know, I like to think that's what people are doing when they say weird thing or ask or ask weird questions. Yeah. But hey, it is what it is. So we're gonna move on with these. So the first question. Um, Okay. I don't know if it was my person or my person or your person, but do people really pay for pictures of your feet? Like, what the hell? What <laughs> was that about? You know what? I I thought about it for a while. You know, I was like, I'm gonna sell pictures of my feet, but my feet look like freaking yeah. Sasquatch yeah. mixed with little hobbits. Yeah, I mean, clothes, we, we, do train, we do train, we do train, we do train jujitsu together, and I'm just gonna say, I don't know if that would be a good marketable thing for you, homie. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think it's for me. You know, I don't have cute feet. They, I mean, but if you're willing to pay for it, I mean, you know where my Instagram <laughs> is? Go ahead. That's some funny shit. I'll take some that's, pictures of my feet, a, you know? That's some funny I'll shit. Okay, okay. Um, next question. Next question. Um, it was the weird one. Remember the one that's kind of inappropriate okay. or whatever, but. Oh, I'm ready for it. I'm All right, ready. this one is. Ask her how much meat she got while she was in. The meathead, dumb, stupid, ignorant, probably retarded questions. I, you know, I love these are always the ones, you know, but they don't expect like the answer. So let's see. 
nowhere near as much as your mom did at the barracks that night. You know what I'm saying? Like we, I saw the line for it, and I think it, I think it ended on the fourth <laughs> deck. That was just like starting point, and it went wrapped around the whole barracks building. You know, but I mean, hey, good for her. Living her best life. Best life, man. Her best life. Oh, that's a funny shit. That's a funny shit. I like that one. That was a good one. I mean, at least they. I mean, they had the balls to to ask the question, so they better have the balls. Yeah, yeah, I like answer, it. I like it know? a lot. That's good shit. That's good shit. But yeah, it's just funny with people. I, I think some people ask weird questions just to people get a rise out of people and see how they're gonna react. You know, but it is what it is. But I do know there's some crazy motherfuckers out there that do have some, some crazy, some weird mindsets or just not in the common era that we're in right now because it's 2021 and I'm still hearing like we have jujitsu tournaments going on out there that we're, women aren't getting paid the same. I'm, I'm, I'm all that blow. That blows my oh, mind. Yeah, like that's... how, how, cause I see, I've been to a lot of these fight to wins and I've been to a lot of these, you know, of course, submission on a shore is predominantly female organization and they're freaking amazing. And the matches are so fire. Uh, and I'm just thinking in my head, and I know some of these top headliners. I'm how are they not getting paid the same? Because the fire they're bringing, and the the fans they're bringing, is that doesn't make any sense to me. You know, it just wasn't mine. Yeah, that the whole equal pay thing. I, I still find that crazy, especially we're so far advanced in our like in technology and everything, and we can't pay people equally because of yeah, if they're doing the same, if, if they're doing the same like, work. If the, if the same work being done or the same freaking end state, sometimes you're gonna they're gonna bring more people to a venue because of the popularity. You know, it just so I don't I don't understand how you would even think yeah. that way. So I, I just don't get it. it. It's it's I don't know. But I'm gonna talk to uh talk to my friend Mio who's up in Utah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna talk to her next week. She is a brown belt. She's just a world champion this year. Uh, recently, she got promoted to purple belt. Which she got promoted to brown belt. And right after that, went and did worlds and won one gold. So I'm gonna talk to her about. A little bit about that. I'm probably going to ask that question for sure to her because I know that's something she yeah. had mentioned was an issue with her. And I've been seeing it a lot. It's kind of a buzz going around right now. I've seen some kids down at Alliance upset about it. And yeah, it's been it's good to buzz going around. It's definitely worth talking about, but it's definitely something that I don't understand. You know, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I would, I would love to hear what she has to say, especially having gone yeah. through it and done all that. Especially as being new, being brand new to jujitsu and like coming in, like, you know, learning from the other higher belt females is amazing. And, you know, you hear their stories and like, you know, what they've gone through and what they deal with. And it's just amazing. And just to know that they like, they've committed their life to this and look how far they've gotten and how it's helped them. I love to hear though. I love hearing those stories. It makes me feel like, listen, yeah, you're starting a little late in the game, but at least you started, hey, yeah. you know, no, no, you're here no. now. there's Let's so many, there's going. so many jujitsu athletes that started a little bit later. I mean, look at myself and then look at one of our own black belts, Gene Cook. I mean, he's in his fifties and he's, and he's recently yeah. got his black belt and he's still killing the game and doing good things. And he's, he's an amazing dude, you know, good guy. Um, yeah. And I started jiu-jitsu late too. So it's, he's one of the guys I look up to with that. Like, Hey, look what he did. You could do it too. You know, <clears throat> and as broken yeah. and as broken and I as broken as I, I am, that. I'm going to find a way, you know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. that's all right. All right. All right, oh, all right, all right. We will um, we'll have to move and push some of the questions to the IG or the the video, and we'll work that out. And and we'll do that okay. too. And we'll work that out at another time. But we've had you on here for a little over an hour now, and it's great having you, man. Your energy was fucking bomb, and you had some good some good questions, yeah. some great responses, man. 
No, I, anytime. I, I think what you're doing is wonderful. I really enjoy this. I, I listened to it when like on my way to the VA the other day and you know, the VA can be frustrating. So like to hear some stories and get some laughs and, you know, hear other people's experiences. I love it so much. Like, especially you have young kids and then you have stories like Andy, you have Lena, who's amazing. Like all these different people. And it's just like, it's good to, you know, like see like, you know, like, there is people out there going through things that you're going through and, you know, you're not alone yeah. and hearing stuff like this and veteran owned like businesses and podcasts are amazing. And I, I think you're doing a wonderful Thanks, job. No, I appreciate it. it. I mean, and you're, sp you're, you're spot on, you're, you're spot on right with when you're going through your own struggles or when you're in your own head, you don't realize sometimes how badass you really are. And for your, for yourself, yeah. let's look back at this podcast. And when you hear yourself talk about the things you've been through, so you've got something right now. If you ever feeling busted up in your head or like you're feeling like you're not doing or worth something, roll back and listen to the beginning of this podcast of you and that fire and energy talking about yourself. Girlfriend, bring it. Fuck yeah, man. Talk about yourself, yeah. man. Do that shit. You know, you pump yourself up because sometimes you got to do it. Nobody loves you more than you. And it's true. Sometimes you got to look, sometimes you got to, sometimes you yeah, got to look back true. at what you've already been through and you, you know what? I am a fucking badass. This ain't shit. I'm going to fucking kill it. You know? Yeah. I love it. I love it. I guess I, sometimes you have to do it. You know, you can be the most like strong person, but there's still, you're going to have bad times, yeah. bad days. And sometimes you just got to boost that ego a little bit. Look in the mirror, you know, flex a little bit. Say you're one bad <laughs> bitch and you know it. Fuck yes. Fuck yeah. Do that. <laughs> Hell yeah. But all right. Well, I'll probably see you at, at, uh, at Jiu-Jitsu tonight, yeah? All right, cool, yeah, cool, cool. Maybe tonight. we'll get a little video to add and tailor to this to this uh, podcast, too. But uh, I'll text oh, yeah, you there in a little awesome. bit, all right? All right, homie, later. All right, talk to you.